0: the Living
1: Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 226, The End of the World. My name is John and joining me every time we install something in a spaceship that makes absolutely no sense is my good friend Taylor. Taylor. Hello.
1: Hello. Oh, oh boy.
0: Goodness, goodness gracious. What a week.
1: Oh man. Yeah. There's all sorts of podcasty kind of <laughs>
0: hiccups and Look. curses and
1: whatever going
0: let's on. Let's just let's just get it out of the way, folks. <laughs> y'all were expecting something else you're not getting it and that is what we call my bad uh so we were gonna do ravagers this week um yep. i w- did my usual i'll just listen to it the day before uh didn't quite realize that ravagers is three parts and it is uh about three and a half hours correct
1: uh if you add in the uh like the behind the scenes stuff at the end yes Mm. Uh, if it's just the stories. I
0: think it's just a hair under three hours. Right. So I went, uh-oh, can't do that today. So we, uh, we, we pivoted. We called an audible, if you will. <laughs> and uh, we're still talking about the Ninth Doctor, just not in the way that you expected it. But a spoiler, That's right. we'll let you know at the end of the episode. And some of us <laughs> will be, will be more prepared than we previously thought we would be. And the nice
1: thing is I just took the notes that I had done for Ravagers and stuck them in a,
0: a separate Google Doc for a little
1: bit. And then once this is done, I just paste them right back in. Copy, paste,
0: take a nap, take a load off. Yep. That's right. Uh, Taylor, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. good. Doing
1: really good. Yeah. Things are, things are still busy mm-hmm. and, and kind of crazy around here because we are um, coming to the end of the school year for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's got like last minute projects got to make sure all these different things are done um kobe bless his soul has uh completely uh renovated one of the kids bedrooms oh because both kids are turning 10 this year so they're both getting uh bedroom makeovers uh there's one more to do but it's just you know boxes everywhere uh and uh old bed frames kind of everywhere too because yeah they're getting new beds
0: very cool
1: yeah so it's uh like i said things are good but things are kind of chaos around here and <laughs> that's okay sometimes honestly how are you i'm good,
0: good. i'm good um got back from uh the the parents and families place up in rocklin mm-hmm. uh was there all last week and uh it was it was something i'll tell you it was fun first and foremost it was great to see everybody uh the trip down i'm sorry we're not living there anymore the trip (laughs) up and the trip back uh they were fine the pups were overall very good they were quiet the entire way back which was thumbs up great but it was great to see the family (laughs) great to see the family um i was you know working from there so it was it was also hectic. Also, they have a a six-month-old puppy oh, that Henson and Camilla got to play with. And that dog is insane. So there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of playing going on. Um, yeah, it was nice to get back home. But before we did come back down to L.A., we stopped in San Jose for about four to five hours, uh, met up with Anna and Peter at their house. Nice. Um, and a, we had a bunch – not a bunch – uh, I mean, it's a bunch. How much is a bunch? I'd say, like, six is is a bunch, sure. right? A bunch of sure, bananas. yeah. It was, it was a little more than that uh, came through, a lot of the N.O.T.L.G. crew.
1: Nice. I'm sorry I wasn't able to make it down.
0: It's okay. I just, I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to come through, so I'll see if he can come to us. And
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: It's fine. Didn't work out, but hey, more reason to come back another time. Indeed. But, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun, and then... Uh man what what else it, it just feels like this we're in June already.
1: Yes, and happy Pride month everyone. Yes,
0: happy Pride month indeed. And it, it's just like June is here. Holy moly. Yeah, I know. Um and then you know you wake up in the morning and go, I wonder how long this big finishes. And then you I go, uh-oh.
1: Should have talked about that earlier.
0: I mean, I guess, but also I could have just checked you know like a normal human to see how long
1: how long it was fair
0: um but you know what i'm glad we watched the end of the world it was a lot of fun and yeah uh, you know, and speaking of fun things uh, what's making us happy this fortnight
1: well i know for me i mean there's a couple things um starting literally tomorrow on wednesday um, we are into the the uh, three family birthdays ah row, yes um starting uh with my mom's 70th tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh we've got Echo turning 10 and then Amber's birthday on Friday. And then we're basically having a party on Saturday, having the grandparents over.
0: Yes.
1: And uh yeah, it is. That's always that our, this our big stretch of family birthdays all in a row here. Um but on top of that last Sunday I got to go to my first vw show since august of
0: 2019 <laughs> i saw that and i was
1: very excited um i was a little bummed that i wasn't able to drive the bus because apparently the starter motor is starting to uh die
0: oh no on
1: me i literally yeah i went to drive it friday night to go pick up dinner fair oh cool Just give it a little exercise and it wouldn't start i kind of go back wiggle the battery cables because sometimes they get loose still wouldn't start and i'm like Well, shoot, I guess I'm just taking a different car. I'll figure it out later. And uh, sure enough, uh, kind of said, I wonder if it's this. And then smacked the back of the starter motor with a uh, uh, rubber mallet a couple times. And yep, fired right up. And that worked a couple of times. And then it didn't work again. I'm like, you know what? It's supposed to be like 100 degrees in Sacramento on Sunday. I am not going to be laying on the ground in the dirt or on a hot parking lot with a rubber mallet trying oh, no. to get this car to start. I'm like, "Nope. I'm I'm just I'm going to take our I'm going to take our minivan. I load the little red wagon in the back so I can, you know, pick up stuff at the swap meet and haul it around with me."
0: And so, yeah. I drove think you a made, Honda to made a the right show. choice there. That was for sure the right choice.
1: Yeah, well, it, it was because I told myself I'm going to, you know, I'm up early. I was cruising up there with some friends, kind of taking the 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 levee Road, the river road that runs up to Sacramento, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um I told myself I'm going to give myself till one in the afternoon and then I'm, whatever's going on, I'm, I'm cutting off and I'm coming home before it gets too hot. Besides we were grilling for dinner. So I wanted to be back in plenty of time for that. I gave myself four hours. I lasted two. Oh boy. It got to be 11 o'clock and I had, you know, honestly, honestly, I caught up with a lot of friends. Um, They were all just, you know, happy to see me and that just made me feel good. And they're like, you know we're happy you have a bus again and where's the family and all this kind of stuff. And I was kind of, kind of overwhelmed, but yeah, it was, it was definitely already getting warm and I had kind of cruised the swap meet and I'd seen everything I wanted to see and was actually starting to feel kind of out of it. And I'm like, yeah, man, I've been drinking water. I've been trying to stay cool. I got all my things in, in an order here, but I'm like, I just realized, yeah, I'm hauling around, you know, dozens of pounds of stuff in this wagon I guess I've got some resistance training going on while I'm doing this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I need to get back to the van. I need to get the AC cranking, and I need to chug a ton more water. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I lasted two hours. I'm heading home. Yeah, man, you gotta- but it, was a, it was it was a blast. I can't complain. You got to build, you know,
0: yeah, build you, up to it. You got to build that up too. It's it's uh, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, my my I don't do well in the heat oh i don't
0: either i'm more saying like you gotta because uh, it was probably a combination of things you know the heat oh yeah um dragging that thing around and also just you know interacting with people for the first time <laughs> in a long time you
1: know it's really funny because
0: after i got back and i was kind of like you know cooling down and
1: just chit-chatting with amber and i was kind of like yeah it was it was weird it was almost kind of overwhelming and she's like well yeah I mean it's going to be overwhelming. We're doing stuff that we haven't been able to do for over a year mm-hmm. you know we're we're seeing people we're being around people after we've been kind of beat over the head with the idea of we have to pull back from everything you know that's going to be emotional we We have this kind of pandemic p t s d
0: absolutely
1: that that we're all going to have to kind of process as you know, things kind of get better and we start kind of going out more and doing things more. And as more people are are vaccinated and stuff, I mean, I know teachers, all sorts of teachers alone, they have had just an insane year and they're exhausted and they're burned out. And it's, yeah, I mean, we collectively, all of us have just this kind of, I don't know, shared trauma of sorts. This is getting kind of deep and heavy for for a podcast well but i think that's just something we have to recognize and be prepared for and and be easy on ourselves with as you know things get i don't want to say back to normal because i'm not sure that that's going to be a thing right but more like how it was
0: yeah absolutely agreed yeah so john i've
1: got a pretty good guess what's making you happy but why don't you tell us was making you happy this fortnight.
0: Well, I mean, obviously going to visit the family was a lot of fun. Um, right. it was great to see everyone. It was great to watch, you know, baseball with the family. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh we got to go to a movie theater that my parents rented out. It was just the, the eight of us. We oh, watched wow. we watched the first Trolls movie, which I'd never seen. It was a lot of fun.
1: Really you've never seen it? No,
0: and I really want to yeah. see the next one now too. The, yeah, the first one was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah, it.
1: Yeah, they're good. They're good. The kids have both seen them a few times.
0: Um and yeah, I mean it it was wild to be in a movie theater and get movie theater popcorn. I was like we could to the concession stand. I'm like I'm getting an icy. I don't care. I haven't had right? an icy in forever. This is amazing. It's oh, good right now. It was very it was very good. I uh, got to see my parents' house, the new house, yeah. which is uh very very nice um yeah i'm trying to think of think of what else uh i mean the trip home was great and by home i mean san jose uh Mm -hmm. i drove by the my parents house that they had just recently uh sold uh looks the same but man oh man when you haven't been in an area in like a year and a half to maybe even longer i was tripping out because i'm like Mm -hmm. there used to be trees right here this house didn't used to be this color this is weird yeah yeah but it was good to see everybody there um, as well. And then, I mean, what else is is making me happy? Oh, we're we're getting <laughs> my parents uh, want to buy us a new bed, and we're like, well, don't you know? Don't twist our arm. We're we we're we won't. Wanna... <laughs> so I'm I'm happy to to announce that we will be the proud owners of a bed that will be able to fit uh, me, Lauren Henson, and Camilla comfortably very soon.
1: Oh, very nice! Very
0: excited about that uh, Camilla has that made her a, way a, a into a king the, or a cal king a king not a cal king we don't have room okay. for a cal king um, <laughs> but yeah we slept in a king when we were at my parents house and it was it was great we had room for everything and it's not the nice. size of a matchbox
1: <laughs> yep yep I get it I totally get
0: that <laughs> um, but yeah so that's cool oh, what else the Mets are doing really well so I'm happy about that um Uh, Oh, it's my third. Today is my third year anniversary uh, since I moved to L.A. That's right. I've forgotten about
1: that. Yeah. So today.
0: Thank you. Today marks the third year, which when I told people back home at San Jose, they were like, no way it's been that long. I'm like, it has. (laughs) And then today also marks my uh, one year anniversary of being employed at uh, World of Wonder Productions.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: Made my way back there and made it an entire year. So, very cool.
1: And what a year, right? <laughs> Here, yeah. Here's a pandemic. I'm now employed.
0: Yeah, crazy. That crazy times. Ugh. What else? Anything else making me happy? Um, nope. Nope. Uh, I, I will say uh, we're going to get into Who News right now. And I guess one thing that is making me happy is uh, I did, besides not listening to our Big Finish, I was cruising Big Finish's site today, and they had, I think, like four or five Older big finishes that were like half off and they were already yeah. cheap. So I suggest everyone goes to check them out. Um, I know Seasons of Fear, which we think might be. Yeah, I'd, I'd, first have
1: to, I'd have to look and see what the first Eighth Doctor adventure actually is. I just the, kind of rang a bell in my head and then I doubted myself. So
0: uh, It's apparently considered one of the top five of his big finish. And it's like mm-hmm. it's like a dollar. It's like maybe like a dollar, two dollars. I'm not sure. There's also a couple of other ones in there. The Natural History of Fear. So I bought like four or five stories for about five bucks. So nice. there you go. There's another thing that's making me happy in the Who News, which brings us to more Who News about Big Finish. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, we're all sitting here thinking 2021, but of course, Big Finish is always thinking ahead and they have said, hey you're ready to start thinking about um uh you know getting into a first doctor second doctor third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth doctor adventure for 2022 well uh, you know what you can start looking ahead to them because um while they don't have the exact months of release and honestly many of the titles are still to be confirmed um uh the old Monthly adventures have now given away to uh individual series. So, you know, uh you can get in a year all of these kind of classic era doctors getting new adventures. Um so while we don't have uh titles confirmed for the first Doctor Adventures, third Doctor Adventures, uh fifth, sixth, or no, sorry, uh sixth, seventh, or eighth. Um we do have um, Fourth Doctor is going to be Series 11, Volume 1 and 2. Uh, the Fifth Doctor Adventures, it says 40, Volume 1 and 40, Volume 2. I'm not really sure what that 40 mm. uh, references, is. Um, but the one that I am most excited about, and I might have to be like, okay, John, next year we're going to have to re- do- review this. The Second Doctor Adventures, Beyond War Games.
0: Oh, this is,
1: this is season six B.
0: Wow. Do we have any other information besides that?
1: Uh, let me click on the link and see what it brings up. If anything at all, Um uh, available July, 2022, that much we know about story details to follow. No, not much. No
0: writers either.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so.
0: I wonder if our friend um, of the show had a hand in this.
1: Oh, I can only hope because that would be that would be pretty cool.
0: So this basically this solidifies it, right?
1: Yeah, geez, I guess it does, doesn't it?
0: That basically makes it canon.
1: Well, yeah, because I mean, at the end of the war games, you know, he regenerates, becomes the third doctor. And if we're doing beyond war games, well, yes, I guess it does. Wow. Holy smokes.
0: All right. I mean, reality
1: just kind of hit me.
0: (laughs) I'm here for it. That's cool. (laughs) absolutely fine with it wow
1: yeah yeah so if you're interested we have got a link to the page that talks about all of these and that page has a link to each of those different uh titles or titles to be confirmed and you can go check those out and obviously pre-order them so that a year from now or a year and a half from now you can forget that you pre-ordered it and (laughs) you'll have a nice surprise
0: yep i mean that that's what probably what they bank on
1: yeah, yeah, and our other piece of news this time around is uh, Roy Scammell. Uh, he was a stuntman throughout much of Classic Who, a lot of Third Doctor era, and then a little bit in the Seventh Doctor era. Uh, he has passed away at the age of
0: eighty-eight. And let me let me tell you about the stuntmen in Classic Who, guys. Most of <laughs> most of these people were tumbling down quarries, so they uh, deserve. Our love and admiration at any time, because I I would not be like, hey, that thing that's filled with giant rocks and dirt, I'm going to tumble down that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He was a stunt performer on The Ambassador's Death that we recently reviewed. Inferno, which is one of our favorites. Uh, Terror of the Autons, The Mind of Evil. um, And he was also Stunt Arranger.
0: Oh, that's cool. Uh,
1: on Paradise Towers and Delta and the Batman.
0: So he made other people tumble down, of course. He,
1: he did. And he, hopefully he made sure that they were safe.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, all right. Let us move on to our episode this week. This week we watched The End of the World, starring Christopher Eccleston as the Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose. Zoe Wanamaker as Cassandra Moisturize Me, Moisturize Me, (laughs) and Jimmy V as The Mox of Balhoon. It was written by Russell V. Davies. It was directed by Euros Lin. It first aired April 2nd, 2005. It is the second story of season one, and we have, scrolling, 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 a slew.
1: We do.
0: The return of the slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia.
1: Yes, indeed. Well, it's kind of obvious when you watch this story, but the majority of this season's effects budget was used up for this episode because the story required more CGI effects than any other story. Uh, additionally, a sequence in which the viewing gallery tilted on its axis had to be completely dropped due to the budget. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Goodness. So so not only that, the episode contains, get this, 203 visual effects shots that were completed over eight weeks. Now to give you a comparison, right? Uh, the movie gladiator had about a hundred. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Russell T Davies joked that there would never be an episode of the same scale due to the expense in producing it. Uh, as of the airing of the wedding of river song, no doctor who episode contains as many special effects shots either. Oh, huh. uh, Phil Collinson also said that the episode had more monsters than ever before i mean Uh, that i definitely believe
0: uh yeah we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that for sure yeah um so this story
1: begins with a brief recap of the last week's episode similar to many american shows but unlike american shows there's no voiceover announcing previously on doctor who uh the footage from rose simply begins the episode uh and not counting the 1996 tv movie this marked the first time a doctor who episode had started with a pre-credits sequence Since remembrance of the Daleks back in nineteen eighty-eight, unlike the original series, which rarely used a pre-credit sequence, this would become standard practice for modern Who, with very few episodes made without, um, you know, our cold open.
0: Yeah, I I thought for a minute that this might just have been an HBO Max thing, but then I saw it in your notes. It was very weird to have like a like a previously on that isn't set up. It's just happening, right. and then we roll right into the pre-credits. Yeah, and strange. can
1: confirm it's 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 on the DVD because I you know pulled out my DVD to watch this at uh, lunchtime today.
0: There you go. You know what? Speaking of DVDs, before we move to the next story note, yes, my mom for some reason had my Tenant Specials DVDs. Oh, nice! So I brought them home with me.
1: <laughs> excellent. I you know come to think of it, I. I might not actually have
0: those. I think I the bought them because I couldn't. F- they were not on Netflix, right? At the time I was going through everything,
1: and I at this point I've got all the Modern Who seasons mm-hmm. in case I need to get to them. But yeah, come to think of it, I might not have the specials.
0: Mm. Huh.
1: I'll have to rectify that. <laughs> well, Russell T Davies, who created Cassandra, uh, has said on many occasions that he was inspired to create her upon viewing skinny Hollywood actresses at the Academy Awards. <laughs> Fair uh yeah uh on uh april 2nd 2006 the sunday mirror quoted davies uh it was horrific seeing those beautiful women reduced to sticks nicole kidman struck me in particular nicole is one of the most beautiful women in the world but she looks horrifying because she's so thin (gasps) it's like we're killing these women in public we watch while you die oh
0: my god good
1: heavens russell
0: rtd my god
1: i know i know so so we take that to an extreme
0: yeah apparently
1: um, a minor milestone occurs when the doctor utters the phrase, what the hell is that? Uh, the first time the character has used minor swear words on screen Uh it's marked a slight loosening of the doctor's use of language in the revived series. Although in light of the show's family-friendly tone, the doctor has never said anything stronger than hell or damn.
0: Oh, my goodness. I can't believe we just uttered those words on this show. Oh,
1: dear. Well, there goes our explicit tag. <laughs> I mean, uh... it,
0: I guess, I mean, that's how it should be. There you go. I, I don't need my doctor uh committing any swear crimes. <laughs> That's for sure.
1: Oh, the episode features the first appearance of concepts such as the psychic paper and the time war and the words bad wolf. And yes. bad wolf, of course, goes on to form the story arc throughout this first season. So. Indeed uh oddly enough an unaired scene would have shown the doctor having nine strands of dna instead of one uh this being an allusion to his eight previous incarnations
0: that's uh how do you feel about that that's interesting
1: it it is interesting but in light of everything that has happened since then i'm glad they didn't show that
0: yeah it's an interesting idea but i think uh you know if we rewire the entire uh chassis yes i feel like you wouldn't have a bunch of strands of dna anyway
1: right and that's that's kind of my understanding of dna is if hey if you're going to regenerate and if you change a little bit you don't have previous versions of your dna floating around in you dino dna
0: that's all i know about dna (laughs) (laughs) well lastly uh, due to the
1: complexities in animating Cassandra, some of her lines were dropped and the episode started to underrun. It was too short. Um, so to compensate, Russell T. Davies came up with the character of uh, the maintenance worker Raffalo.
0: Oh, Raffalo. R.I.P.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> that was a fun We hardly, we hardly knew ye. Yeah. We hardly knew ye. All right, Taylor, before we get on into it, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so
1: take it away. All right. Well, the Doctor, eager to impress his new friend, launches them not 100, not 10,000, but five-ish billion years into the future, because nothing impresses a shop girl more than seeing her home planet blasted to pieces by the expansion of the sun as it approaches its next phase of life. (laughs) Uh, But not all is hunky-dory as... a uh, glorified skin pancake, Cassandra, is plotting some shenanigans of her own as a way to, I don't know, maybe sort of extort money out of the delegation's present. Can the Doctor save the day, save Rose, and flip the script on Cassandra all while spending the entire season's, season's CGI budget? <laughs> Welcome to the end of the world.
0: Oh my goodness, the end of the world. Taylor, overall, how'd you feel about the episode?
1: I, You know what? I, I forgot kind of how fun it was because it it really is kind of a grand production oh yeah you know uh the cgi the the amount of creatures that are introduced uh in this one um but i also forgot how kind of heavy it is at times like you really kind of see rose kind of go oh yeah, I thought going into the future was going to be fun, and, you know, now the Earth is going to be destroyed, and maybe we're all going to be destroyed. I don't know. So there's this, you kind of get this this greater weight of, like, what it means to um, to travel with the Doctor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know? Yeah. this Yeah, I also really enjoyed uh, this episode. I think, for me, I, like, cannot stand the cassandra like blood effects at the yeah i hate i hate it like that's
1: really it's it's kind of squicky and it's really kind of gross yeah i hate i
0: hate it i hate it yeah
1: same i'm glad it's not just me
0: so i mean uh, but also good job because we're supposed to be uncomfortable looking at as i believe you said a glorified skin pancake yes gross um but yeah man (laughs) i really enjoyed this episode they uh they went all out I don't know if they needed to, uh, but I-, I had a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool costumes, and I-, I mean, the CG, we'll get to it in a little bit here. But yeah, overall, I-, I enjoyed this, and yes, it did get did get very heavy at times. And I guess this uh, brings me to my first question, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you honestly be angry if someone brought you five billion years into the future to see your own planet explode?
1: Um Wow. That, that, that's a great question. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I would be angry per se. Um, it, it certainly would be kind of a, um, uh, I don't know, a mournful moment, but I'm also, I'm also like into time travel and science fiction and stuff. So I, I know someday the sun's going to expand to the point where it bakes the planet and stuff. So, and I, and I know by that point, you know, humanity will not be around
0: right absolutely uh,
1: anymore and at least in the way that we know it now
0: yeah i mean I, th- I mean
1: five billion years is a lot of years
0: It it is a lot of years and i mean i don't know if rose was angry about it but she she seemed to just be uh you know feeling everything uh yes. when she calls her mom who her mom doesn't even say goodbye just hangs up the phone by the way well rude
1: that that, that is kind of jackie sure sure uh, and she goes
0: i just called my mom and now i'm here 5 billion years later and my mom's dead and i'm like yeah i mean yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i i mean i get being sad but like you you clearly you were with a you were with a time traveler you've just time traveled you can time travel back and he can you know you can hang out with your mom and and it, it, it's fine you can yeah. go anywhere i'm i'm sure he, but, you but, read the pamphlet
1: yeah, but, but yeah, again, the pamphlet, right?
0: The pamphlet. We need somebody it's a to must sign
1: the so you've decided to travel with the doctor pamphlet. Yes, you will travel uh, forward
0: and backwards in time. Everyone will either <laughs> not be born or will be very, very dead. That you know. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly.
1: You know, but that but that's part of the thing. I mean we, we, we Rose as a character is is not a sci fi nerd. Is not uh uh you know she she's kind of for lack of a better term kind of provincial mm-hmm. in in her thinking she doesn't have this this broad world view it's you know i do my job i see my boyfriend who we're not going to talk about um nope yep nope uh you know i want chips whatever it's 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 a very kind of enclosed insular life and here is the first Of venture outside of that bubble and and you take it to an absolute extreme you take it all the way down to one end of the spectrum um and that is that's going to be kind of a shock yeah uh from that point of view um i think you and i would have different points of view because you know we're into this kind of stuff
0: yeah and i mean i just for story's sake we we get the whole i'm the i'm the last surviving human we have a lot of parallels between the doctor and other characters yep so it makes sense it makes sense in that but i i just i i was kind of like i get it but also if i was if somebody told me this is five billion years in the future i think i'd be like oh well that's a bummer but I, i would not let it um get to me too much but i mean rose feeling feeling everything yeah the time travel uh, room full of al- aliens you know that 's a whole thing
1: mm-hmm. and, and and then and then also the realization that she doesn 't really know the doctor
0: right she has quite literally just pieced out into the blue box and is now just traveling and uh she has um the co- the conversation where she basically is um well with with raffalo where she 's just like well yep. I just um i 'm with a man. Uh, I don't really know him and I have traveled with it's a it's a very uh revealing scene Mm -hmm. for sure and then she kind of just is sitting in that that room just kind of having having time to herself just to kind of take everything in and I think what is the what does the doctor say to her she she's like everyone I know is dead and and he what does he say like oh you're a barrel laughs something like that yeah just like kind of deflecting her her pain and suffering which I mean that's nine pretty much
1: a little bit yeah you know and that's that's almost that's almost kind of a a sixth doctor reaction in some ways
0: oh yeah oh absolutely
1: I can totally see that
0: yeah one hundred percent and I mean I think they do a good job in like they like uh you said in the story notes we get you know the first mention of the time war which it's kind mm-hmm. of it's a it's a mystery in the first episode and a mystery still going forward through the season. And it's great to watch that kind of just unravel. And it's like, wait, so everyone's gone. That's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just um, and I,
1: I, yeah. I remember like, you know, first seeing this, you know, 16 years ago and, and being like, oh, oh, man, they've they've gotten rid of the rest of the time. Lords, they've gotten rid of Gallifrey? And I'm kind of going like, wow, they've really kind of turned it on its ear
0: yeah such a that's such just like a bold move mm-hmm. I mean they kind of sort of undid it yeah, but I mean just from nine ten and a little bit of eleven or most of eleven that's just mm-hmm. like holy moly, he's the only one, but you know besides the master but and a couple of <laughs> others but yeah it's it's just that's just a crazy thing like i I could not because you know I went fresh into into nine not knowing anything about anything right
1: yeah right
0: so i can't even imagine if i was you know og classic fan and then i heard yep everyone's everyone's dead it's like i love the part where she asks who the war was with and he doesn't say anything yeah and then she's like well who's the war with and then you're not going to find that out for two episodes basically um, With Dalek, right? Because we have thats Dalek episode was
1: episode six. So you've got no way got
0: it was three, four, yeah, wow. yeah. Because
1: you've got World War III Oh, World War, II. and yeah, you got the Slovene in between.
0: Yeah, you wish. You think they wish they had uh, spread that budget around for the Slavine?
1: Uh, yeah, a bit,
0: <laughs> a bit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but like we said, pretty pretty CG heavy. Pretty yeah, it is CG heavy, and I mean. I didn't think it necessarily looked bad, but uh, do you know, what it kind of reminded me of Taylor. It reminded me of if I was watching, a, if I was playing a video game on my PC in like 1997, and oh there was like a there was like a cutscene in that, and you're like, "Whoa, yeah. this is crazy!" That's yeah. what some of the graphics reminded me of.
1: A little bit, I suppose. I, I mean, there's, I think, I think for the most part, I think the CG like in the in the exterior shots holds up pretty good.
0: Oh, on the you mean on the uh when we're on the uh, SS IG88? <laughs> I thought the, I thought the the ship we were on looked like IG88. Yeah,
1: I didn't think about that until you mentioned it. I can I can totally see that. No, and I I will agree. Uh, I thought
0: the exteriors of space and and the spacecrafts and the earth and the sun all looked I thought that looked great. And I also yeah. thought the little uh our little robot spider things spiders. looked yes. cool too they also kind of had a um a little bit of a stop motion feel to them um who uh, was yeah i could see that who was the the big stop motion guy back in way back in the Ray day Ray Harryhausen. yeah it felt like that a little bit just a little yeah. bit yeah i got the, those vibes off of that and i, I really I like that can, yeah i could see that I mean, other than that, I mean, Cassandra looked good, but I was creeped out by it, so I didn't really look into the details too much.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know the the um, kind of the quality of her eyes and mouth um, are are a little dated. It's not bad, but right. it's you can kind of go, okay, this is this is older stuff. You know, doing facial expressions yeah. and stuff has improved in the past, you know, 15, 16 years. Right. Um. I. I. I didn't realize it at the time, but I realized it watching it today. Is that entire scene with um, uh, Jabe and the Doctor, where like you know she's trying to slow down the fans mm-hmm. so he can get to the reset? Yes. Um, like I think that entire thing was shot on a green screen.
0: I would I would not be surprised, and I actually um, forgot about the giant fan CG. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that looked like I that looked like, um, I don't know, like I was playing Dark Forces.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I for some reason, I feel like that that particular I'll call it set Mm -hmm. um, virtual set. I don't know. um, Hasn't aged quite as well. No. And I and I don't quite know what it is about it. Maybe it's just because like 90% of that room was, you know, green screened in. Yeah. Um, or if it was just the fans looking just a little bit different, lighting wise, than the doctor did, or something. Um, but again, not so much that I was like, "Oh, well, this is like the CSO in underworld." Like, what? No, (laughs) no, no, yeah, nothing like that. It's way, way better. Yeah. Um, but just kind of coming at it from that, like, well you know comparing the technology today to the technology then it's like, well, yeah, you can kind of tell. Oh yeah. That this is definitely I mean heck, you could tell it was older just by Rose's phone.
0: Mhm. Yes.
1: <laughs> sitting there playing Snake on it or something, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, getting those uh, 5 billion year phone calls. Right. <laughs> Goodness. Um but yeah, I mean I all, I thought all the CG was it it was fine when you realize it was of the time and Oh yeah. I will say, we got to talk about, um, I mean, not only did they blow their CG budget, but, I mean, their costuming budget had to be through the roof. Because
1: absolutely, we, between that and prosthetics.
0: We had aliens galore. Aliens I don't even think we ever see again.
1: Um, the, no, pretty sure feel, we don't.
0: These all feel like one-offs. Um, but, I mean, I, I dug it. I thought they all looked pretty cool. Um, oh, absolutely. I think my favorite... Uh, has to be. I mean, the adherence of the repeated meme. <laughs> yes, I. I mean, it's such a weird design, but I love it so much. Their hand. I just think they nailed it with the hands, mm-hmm. with the creepy claw hands.
1: Yep, absolutely. Again, we get kind of a <clears throat> veiled Doctor Claw reference. Yes, um.
0: <laughs> yes. I I absolutely loved those. I also really really enjoyed. And when he came on screen again, I went, oh, yeah, I completely forgot about this costume design, and I love it. And it's our, um, I, I don't want to call him the curator, because that's not what he is. No, um,
1: the the steward.
0: The steward, yes. Um, I mean, blue face paint, pretty simple design, got a gem in the middle of his head, and I just yep. love his his little suit that he's wearing. I love yes. it. It's got such a cool, like... It's, um, oh my goodness, a Paisley? Is it a Paisley design?
1: I think so.
0: I don't know, but...
1: (laughs) I don't have a picture of him right in front of
0: me. Folks. Uh, Oh, I have it. It's down below.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. Let me go down to your notes.
0: I believe it is. is It's kind of a Paisley. uh, Yeah, it's a Paisley. I'd call that a Paisley. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Uh-huh. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. I also just loved that children were like the... uh, the the waiters in this yes <laughs> i thought yes. that was very funny and you and know they're... it's just a bunch of kids that won a contest and i'm like that's yeah, cool
1: right
0: it's fun it's just fun and they're all blue and they're having a good time um, exactly
1: um i loved um our delegation from the forest of Cheem.
0: yes oh i loved
1: our tree people so much like that to, i would love to see these guys come back
0: Yes, absolutely. And I mean, just such a great design on them as well. Yeah. Love, love, love it. And then we had, yeah. you know, just some randos, which were also great. The the like crow looking people were pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah. I at one point I was like, Oh man, it's the Skexy.
0: Yeah, didn't I thought that too. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just cool, cool stuff going on.
1: Yeah. But we have to recognize the fact that uh this is also our introduction to the face of Bo.
0: Yes, face of Bo, sitting there, just yeah. having a good old time. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of uh, the face of Bo. We get we hear in passing, I, I don't know if they're talking to the face of Bo, but we hear about Bad Wolf. Yep. Um, And then obviously the Time War. But yeah, the face of Bo, great design on the face of Bo. I wonder, I've never really seen what's gone into the design of the face of Bo. I wonder if they used... Captain Jack as a reference?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's a good question.
0: I wonder if they did that. Or, I mean, I, you don't know what order they shot in. He could have already shot his episodes, and then they design I don't know. But I think that would yeah. be cool to find out.
1: That would be cool. I would I would love to have a little behind-the-scenes on, like, what went into...
0: The design, yes. Yeah, the
1: whole design and construction of it. That would be really cool.
0: That would be a lot of fun. Um, We need to talk about the sun filters.
1: <laughs> okay, yes, please, because... I had a reaction in my notes, and I feel like you had a similar reaction.
0: This is the most useless thing that has ever been installed in, I think, an entire ship. Um, it makes absolutely why, 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 why would you? It, it and correct me if I'm wrong. It basically just lowers the 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 window, right? Well, let's. It doesn't really lower the window because then that would
1: expose you to space, right? Oh, it just but, exposes but you it, to it, the sun What it does is, like, let's say that your window is polarized. It's tinted. Yes. Right? It lowers the tint, um, which you would think 5 billion years in the future, the technology wouldn't go slowly down. It would just turn off and turn <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, you would think. You would also think 5 billion years in the future, um, people would be smart enough to not install, I mean, to just have the sun filter be standard and not removable. Yeah, um, especially if you're going to be in space and near stars or other bright things that could certainly damage you. You know, you want that shielding in place. You don't want that to be a removable thing.
0: No. and I mean, that shouldn't... you? Yeah, you shouldn't be able to turn that off then and there. Right. Like, that should be a fail-safe thing, I feel.
1: Well, yes. And, and certainly if a robotic spider is going to push <laughs> one, button one button to lower it, um, it should take a minimum... Um, or, no, I'm sorry, a maximum of one button to raise it. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I mean, I, I realize we are a long way off from, you know, 5 billion slash apple divide, pear, multiply grapes, whatever. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but we've got relatively decent voice activated technology uh, here in the early 21st century. Yeah. Um, so if you shout, raise sun filter. Um, I would like to think that five billion years from now, it's going to do that.
0: I assume. And I mean, you know, once again, I got pretty heated about this, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yes, Uh, but I think uh, I took an old, an old phrase from an old theme song. uh, Just repeat to yourself. It's just show. It's really just just relax. Yes, yeah, indeed. But I mean, yeah. it's it's just it, maybe the the little spider robot deactivated voice. Com- I don't know. He was gone for a little bit. We don't know what yeah. he was doing. But at the same time, I mean, you make some good points. We've got like a man, so many puns. We got the slow burn effect here, <laughs> and it's just like, what are we, what are we doing? And it's just i get it i get it in the in the context of the story but it just seems like such a dumb thing to have installed into a like if you're near the sun it should just be automatic and you can't turn it off because why would you other for anything other than murder that's the only thing yes yes
1: that literally is or anything that you know maybe oh dear i got something on the wall i really really need to clean it off and i need to clean it off so thoroughly that i literally scorch (laughs) it from existence yeah like like and and again that just goes back to murder
0: and also it's like oh
1: oh dear here's all this evidence and dna on the wall let's just let's burn it burn it all away
0: yeah it's 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 a it's a crazy thing it's crazy
1: completely is completely is
0: uh um all right taylor do you got anything else to uh to say about uh our episode here before we uh, press some buttons just a couple things
1: just a couple things um i th- I, th- I think it's worth noting um that uh raffalo's um end for lack of a better term yes you know the the way she kind of gets pulled into the uh the ducting there yes felt very Seventh Doctor era to me for whatever reason. It I, just had yeah. this, this slightly Paradise Towers vibe to it.
0: Just being pulled into uh just a space that we cannot see and you exactly. just murdered yes.
1: Yes. You know, oh here's these little things. Oh, there's a scream, oh shot of legs getting pulled into <laughs> and then that's it.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Which I thought was it was I liked the character for as little as we get of her.
0: Yeah very and then, sweet and then very we get nice this,
1: yeah and then we get this ending uh to this character and it was just like
0: well yeah
1: <laughs> i could totally see this in in the seventh doctor yeah. era for whatever reason i could totally see that oh absolutely um, the the font that they use on like the parking ticket that the doctor gets for the tardis and like oh. on the different displays i love that font
0: that was very cool like and they make it so it's almost unreadable at first glance and then you look yep. at it and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. Yeah, very exactly. Just a nice little feature there, very well done.
1: Yeah, I loved that a lot. Um I have to say that um uh Cassandra kind of going on about let's say racial purity for lack of a better term, uh, boy, yeah. does that land a little differently 16 years later. Uh
0: yeah. Uh,
1: uh, not not cool.
0: Yeah. One thing we actually didn't touch on is um the the classic hits yes uh toxic
1: tainted love fitting very perfectly at that moment
0: yes and toxic which is a banger i don't care what anybody says
1: which also never came out on a seven inch vinyl single
0: yes i do remember that that being it was
1: custom made for the
0: love it um although interestingly enough
1: after um rose has that confrontation with uh cassandra and then like storms off Mm mm-hmm If you look really closely at Rose's hands as she's storming off through those doors, it's a reused scene from when she storms off during the tainted love scene because she's holding the sphere and the cutting in her hands.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I didn't, like, I just happened to catch it. It's very quick, and you're not looking at the lower part of the screen naturally. And my eyes just happened to glance down from where I was sitting, and I went, wait a second. That yeah. is a completely wow. reused scene from earlier in the episode. She's got this stuff in her hands again, and she didn't have it a moment ago.
0: That's crazy. Huh. Yep. Very, yep. Very interesting. But I wanted to
1: point that out.
0: All right. Okay, here we go.
1: I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's, it's time for the scapegoat, scapegoat,
0: scapegoat. Um, I mean, what, what do we even got here? I don't even know of anything.
1: Well, oh, we don't really have any fisticuffs.
0: I mean that that uh, repeated meme hit rose. Oh, well, that's
1: true. Okay, that's true. That's right. about it. A cheap yeah. shot
0: there. Um, yeah, nothing really Duggan-esque in here. I, I no, mean,
1: not properly Duggan-esque.
0: Do we just uh, wave it from the Duggan scale, or just give it a zero? I mean, I I mean, there was nothing really. Nothing.
1: No, I don't know. I f- I feel like it would be nicer to to wave like, it wave it then or abstain it, a zero. it.
0: Yeah. there you go i like that when better. there's
1: just not anything i don't want to give it a zero because i don't think it was like a bad episode oh no no anything, no but, just didn't know. have
0: a lot of dug in dug in elements
1: no it really didn't
0: what would you it's it's not disqualified from competition no, it just, didn't have uh, enough you know there's there's a website um called cage dot it's a german site where they keep uh tabs on all the wrestling events and uh-huh. you can rate stuff on there. And um, this would be a does not have enough content to be rated. There you go. That's what <laughs> this would there you be. Go.
1: does not have enough content to be rated.
0: Yes, there you go. Or does no. I can't remember what the term is, but yeah, it's something like that.
1: It it needs a term because that that's a that's a mouthful.
0: It's uh yeah, I can't remember. It doesn't have enough ratings to have an average. That's what it is. OK, because it to give anyway, it's a whole thing. But yes, it's math. It's math. This next part <laughs> is not math.
1: No, it's not. Gathering clothes, it's time for the behind-the-close
0: Uh What do we got here? We got an exploding um, skin pancake, which is, <laughs> yes, which have, is frightening. Planet. The planet exploding. We have um, many deaths. Not many deaths. Yeah, we got a couple of deaths. We also we, have... We,
1: we, we've got a few. We have definitely have some peril for our main characters. Yes,
0: we have um, a tree burning alive. <laughs> yes. Um, we have, you know, just some creepy-looking aliens. And, you know, yeah. What are you thinking here, Taylor?
1: It's, I mean, you know, again, I, I, I try to come at it from the point of view of, like, you know, how how would a younger child react to it? And mm. it's... Uh, it's maybe not the most appropriate for a younger child. Um, you know, obviously you kind of got to judge your own kids. I mean, maybe you got a four year old who's like, yeah, you know, hardcore Marvel. I've seen like half, (laughs) half the planet get obliterated. It's, it's cool, you know, but, um, I definitely think, you know, kind of older, uh, you know, older tween or whatever can, can kind of process it better and go, okay, this is just a show. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I mean, I can, I can see a kid being young enough to go, Oh God, is that what it's going to look like when the earth gets destroyed? Like what yeah. if that happened right now? And, and having like, kind of like trouble falling asleep.
0: I could see that know, yeah. after
1: seeing something like that. I, I think if I saw that scene too young, I would have kind of obsessed about it and been like, Oh God, could you imagine what it would be like to be <laughs> on the surface of the planet when that happens? That that's the kind of stuff that goes through my head, Yeah, you know? <laughs>
0: I did love that, so, that the doctor makes sure to tell Rose that, yeah, everyone is gone. That planet's gone also. Oh, I love, that's a classic Earth. I love I love that. Yes, yes. Oh, it's fun. Wait a
1: second, oh, don't the continents move? Oh, yeah, they moved them back. That's, yeah. Classic, classic Earth. Earth, which I, I, I think is hilarious because for some reason, like any, any sci-fi show that, that is trying to connect to its audience goes, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I specifically studied this, you know, late 20th century or early 21st century. Like, like what makes that special? (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's not, it's not any more special than, you know, 17th century or 25th century or, or whatever. It's just like, okay, you're, you're trying to connect to your audience because that's the era they're living in. Yeah. So I don't know. I find it funny.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we did it. We did. We did it. Uh we next did. time, uh two weeks from now. Next
1: time, kinda like the last time.
0: Next time, sorta kinda like the last time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be talking about the Ravagers, the big finish, the, the debut of Eccleson Ninth Doctor Big Finish adventure. We'll be talking about all three parts. So join us, won't you? And I promise will it's it's gonna happen. They will. <laughs> John now
1: knows how long. I do. He has to i do uh, give himself and you know what
0: to i told when we were driving back and forth lauren was like just put it on and i was like no i want to take notes and i was driving and in retrospect probably should have just done that yeah <laughs> yeah let's
1: l- listen to your lady she's smart she's very smart she's smart you know what you know what you do give yourself one episode a day give it literally yeah, I got to do look, that. I'm just gonna. Yeah, here I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the the 45 minutes the one day, the 48 minutes the next day, and the hour the last day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't try to blitz. You know, three hours. No, 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 no. That no, that, that is heavy.
0: It is. It's like um, doing a class to, try to do all
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, before we dive into uh, our yes. outro, can I uh, pitch? I, I I really wanted to sit here today and say, hey, the latest episode of All Night with the Living Geeks is live. It just went up today. Go listen to it. Um, Seven, I hit a little bit of a hiccup on the weekend. Uh, his settings in Audacity were, um, well, let's just say he had something enabled that should have been disabled. And so I'm still in the process of editing All Night with the Living Geeks. It will be out later this week. I am hoping I am shooting for Thursday, so maybe Friday morning it'll be up um but it's a great episode it's about a character named Valiant Thor
0: I'm very upset that I had to I had to skip out on this episode
1: Yeah you know what it really was one of those things where at the moment I kind of went oh god do we just do we just scrap this and re-record and then maybe John can join us and then I looked at like well three birthdays and then a birthday weekend and it's like I'm not going to have time Yeah I'm like, I can't push it into the middle of June. I'm like, I just got to run with this. I just got to
0: power it through it. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. there. I've been there. Um, but but you will enjoy it, John. It was a
1: lot of fun. Oh, yeah.
0: I am excited. I'm very very, very excited.
1: It was our most researched episode to date. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to everybody hearing it and getting some feedback on it.
0: Excellent. Very excited to hear that. So look for that later in the week. Um, yeah, man, ugh, rough. I hate when that happens
1: it's okay lesson learned he's got the setting disabled now we're good to go in the future if we have to record without you
0: there we go well luckily you didn't have to record this without me right <laughs> have we done that i did that once what? recorded podcast I've done it. book recorded podcasting without me who did you record with yes mike Solko. oh that's right when i was trapped when uh when mm-hmm. lauren and i were traveling um uh back east which uh we we need yeah. to talk about because that's coming up as well uh, yeah or maybe we'll bring it old ma soul code back yeah
1: or Why i'll not. try to convince uh i don't know anna and peter to come on or oh dan and hibber or somebody
0: there you go all right folks we've I'll, got I'll, a
1: whole host of friends let, we can have
0: on board yeah let us know because we uh, i'll let you know it's going to be the end of july beginning of august let us know if you want to be on podcastica We'll figure it out. Yep. We there, will. There we go. Just <laughs> Seb on. Have Seb on. Make him watch an episode.
1: I know. I've thought about that too.
0: Come on. We got look at we got many options.
1: We do. It's we always awesome good
0: friends. to have options. And we yes, we do have awesome friends. But okay, well, enough of this chit chat. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter <laughs> at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, or you can follow Taylor on Twitter.
1: At Blue Box UFO.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for the cartoony version of Taylor and I coming out of the TARDIS. And rate and review us as well. And you can also head on over to SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, I slash N-O-T-L-G. I almost gave you the old site. And Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G uh spread if you would like to purchase any merchandise notlg related podcastica related uh up all night with the living geeks related Yep. and patreon.com slash notlg if you just want to donate monetarily but guys i know taylor and i talked about how great it was you know romping around our old stomping grounds uh but still <laughs> support those local businesses i know i did i when i was in san jose i went to taco bravo oh taco bravo i know it's very excited long line long line at the taco bravo oh yeah the the kids love it the kids love it but i'm in all seriousness still support your local businesses i know you know a lot of people are vaccinated and if you have not been vaccinated please go do that yep if not for yourself for others for the, the good of the world Let's right. do it. And then, you know, you can go wait in your line with your mask and you can, you know, support a local business. And if you can't, if you don't want to go out and support your local business, uh, just, uh, you know, retweet them. Send an email to a friend. Just do anything. Just support a local business. Come on, guys. Yep. let's do it. All right. So in two weeks time, I promise all of you, we will be talking about Big Finish. It's going to happen. Uh, the Ravagers. We will see you guys then. See ya. No video audio recording. Start recording. Three, two, one. Oh, my God. Why am I so low? Oh, no, I'm not low. Dun, dun, dun. My God.